welcome to Date Card Pod. I'm Danica. And I'm Date Card Peons Andrew. Peons. Oh, wait, not... no. I'm Date Card Husband Andrew. Yeah. My we have to come up with a new title for you Date Card um, Husband. That is, that d- is that's the title. <laughs> it really sucks. It doesn't feel like a promotion. Like, you know, yeah. when you like have like a horizontal promotion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this seems... And yours doesn't even come with a cool title. Yeah, it's... I'm actually demoted. I feel like you could... We could Honestly, come up with something different. Like, you're the director of husbandry or something. That makes oh, it... You well, at least sound like you do something with animals. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm definitely working with horses now. <laughs> what is husbandry? Is it when you make animals fuck? I, no, I, I believe it's like like breeding horses. Like, specific yeah. horses. Like, specifically horses, though. Like... I could be wrong though. So you I make just re- huge animals fuck. I just I just remember husbandry was is that um, Age of Empires like a uh, upgrade you can do with your citadel oh, or something or like you know farms. What? This is why we have to get my not my gaming computer but just the computer that I my very <laughs> yeah. old computer that I use for games. We got to get mm-hmm. that back up and running because I want to know. I'm gonna look up what husbandry is. <laughs> In the meantime. Um, yeah, I, I feel like with, like, fiancé is, like, such a fancy name, and then after that mm-hmm. it's husband or wife, and it's, like, that doesn't have that nice, like, panache. Oh, it's the, the care, cultivation, and breeding of crops and animals. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> I was like, no, it's actually specific to horses. Yeah. And I just mansplained myself to hell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've been... We've had a couple instances this week where you've taken on mansplaining <laughs> duties in a way that just, like, if I look at you for long enough, you're like, I did it again, didn't I? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I hate uh, what I've become. <laughs> uh, you know, we all become our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, for listeners who aren't aware, I don't know how you would have missed it, um, because Jenna is, like, the biggest, like, birthday promoter, celebrator of all time. Uh, yesterday was Jenna's birthday, so she has taken off the weekend to go celebrate and live her life and avoid uh, the hometown's discussion, which is her right as a podcaster and a human being who values their own existence. Um, happy birthday to Jenna. Happy birthday, Jenna. And uh, if you missed it on the uh, Instagram, it looked like we filmed it with a potato, but I did my best. <laughs> I did my best meatball it. Uh, impression it was very it was very blurry for some reason i feel like if Mm -hmm. you if you sometimes if you run the auto generated like um caption thing Mm. it makes it weird especially if you're not the person who took the video um so it was nobody's fault but um maybe we did film it with a potato though i mean we live in idaho now exactly that famous (laughs) potato famous potato but if you um, want that, if you want that clear video, just hit us up. We'll, and we can, you know, that know, was a no one should see that in HD. That was a one take wonder, and it was really good. We were we were watching it yesterday later in the night, and we were just like, Andrew, why are your shorts pulled up so high, and why are they so long? Because I feel like when I bought them, they were like those like hot inseam shorts, you know, mm-hmm. like they yeah, were supposed I, to be like. Like, I thought that was, like, a five-inch inseam, and then I put them on, I was like, this is, like, eight-inch inseam. Yeah, that's, like, a 50-inch inseam. It looked like you were wearing little cargo shorts that were just pink. 
inexplicably. It looked like, remember when, um, I get you were you were in high school a little bit before I was, but I think it's the mm. same general era where pink was like not just for queer people anymore. Oh God, it, it's like real men wear pink. Real like, men wear pink. God, I I had a friend who had that shirt, and I was like, that's that... so cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, guys can wear pink. So oh, gross. and like I mean, like it also like happened to be around the time when people were doing like uh, they would wear like a collared shirt over another mm. collared shirt, like a polo yep. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that they would wear like the pink one on top and wear like a blue one on the bottom mm-hmm. to where like yeah. if they happened to get called the F slur at school, they could just take one of them off and just be wearing the blue one. <laughs> so it was like really like you know, middle school was fun, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, that honestly, like the pink and blue polo, that's what the uh, the sisses should do for gender reveals. They should wear three polos. Yeah, just like a neutral color on top, and then the gender reveal color underneath. That is such a good idea. And in- instead of lighting, you know, fires yeah. everywhere and destroying, you know, <laughs> landscapes. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna do a gender reveal, it should at least, if we're gonna do a gender reveal. <laughs> Listen, if you're gonna do it, at least do it this way. <sighs> Exhausting. Um, I don't want to talk about <laughs> cis people anymore this whole episode, even though that's what the whole show is about. Um, yes. <laughs> famously, because this is a hometowns episode, mm-hmm. I actually, this is the first time I've ever come up with, like, a cold open for this show. Oh. I wanted to, I don't think that... First of all, I don't think you've been on since we got married, but also we were discussing this and neither of us can really remember the last time that you were on. So, listeners. Big case of amnesia before this episode started recording. Truly. Like, if any of you have heard this conversation before, no, you didn't. It's new (laughs) and fun for everyone. Um, This is alternate timeline material here. um, So, uh, director of husbandry... Um, Andrew, mm-hmm. how is married life? It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. As your boss. Yep. <laughs> As, As the person. former, former boss. Well, I, I'm, I feel like I'm podcast boss still. Mm, yeah. At I least mean, in yeah. this situation. I am under the employment of you and Jenna. Yeah. And Jenna's not here today, so. Yep. I, you are yeah. number one. Yeah. <laughs> You should have a mug that says number one boss today. Yeah. Um, signed by Jenna at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. she's allowed to say what goes today. Yeah. Um, no, but like, really? Like, how's it go? Like, what's new? Like, we're I, married. We're married. We, uh... This is how I get you to talk to me. I just like, like hey, Andrew, <laughs> do you want to record a podcast and talk we're about a- feelings? This is actually getting like, this isn't even going to be like put on. No the web or anything the web oh my god my boomer is like fully out today i oh can't my god. speak wild it's okay i had this moment um right before we started recording where i was like we were having like a conversation over google meets like i'm upstairs and andrew's downstairs and i was like haha i'll just put on a funny frog filter and then i couldn't figure out how to turn it off and i felt like that like guy from that like lawyer from the video a few months ago that was like i'm so sorry i can't figure out how to turn off this like cat filter i'm not a cat i'm ready to continue with this (laughs) (laughs) just so you guys know i'm not a cat 
Um, I wonder if they had to say that because, like, the stenographer was on there. And he was just like, why are you a cat? And he was like, I'm not a cat, but I'm ready to proceed. (laughs) Just, like, imagining, like, the the guy. Is the the stenographer the the sketch artist Mm -mm, in the courtroom? It's the typer, the person that types everything up. So you have the transcript of everything that happens in the case. Okay, but also the the courtroom sketch artist oh just being like i have to do this like this is my Actually, job today is, is there a draw like i guess since it was like on the web like they didn't need a, Maybe it's an artist there should like somebody who does courtroom sketches should do a sketch of that scene though that would be that, that should that, have been an that nft would be that would be put, so funny yeah oh put that God. in the louvre baby speaking of louvre we are in love with hometowns. No, we are not. Oh, I know. Also, you, had a, you had a cold open. Sorry. I, I had, no, I had. <laughs> that was a very cute attempt at a transition, though, to get me back on topic, which is, like, yeah. basically your job as my husband, like, because my ADHD is so wild. You're just like, and 20 minutes ago, we started a conversation. Let's loop back around to that, shall we? Like, you feel, like, very news anchory sometimes mm-hmm. when you're like. Yeah, so we've been talking for a long time, and you haven't even gotten close to the point you said you were going to do. But um, we might have answered this question a while ago, but what would... Okay, so if we were to go on a hometown date, you and I, mm-hmm. what would it be? Like, first of all, where would it be? Because, like, you kind of, like, I've grew up all over. all over the place. Yeah. But, like... If, if we were to go to, like, Northern California, which is where, like, most of your family lives right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would you take me? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, because I haven't, like, lived there since, like, going to school. And, mm-hmm. like, that was, like, 20... 2011? Yikes. Yeah. And, like, that's 11 years ago. <laughs> I feel I don't, like I don't even remember what I did. That is closer to nine eleven than our current timeline. That's wild. Crazy. Okay, so maybe where did where have you lived the longest as an adult? Probably, probably in Portland. Portland. Okay, so yeah. where would you take me in Portland? Oh, I don't know about specifics. We'd go to Apex for sure. Yeah. Uh, the the beer bar fantastic place uh for anybody who's planning on visiting portland definitely hit up apex that is one of my favorite places got pinball you got pinball there you got beer there like two of my favorites and across mm-hmm. the street we got the uh the best the, brussels sprouts in oh my the world gosh. yeah the fish sauce brussels sprouts so good so double good. dragon yeah um, and then also just down the road, Yama Sushi is like one of my best, like mm. the the quality for the price there is like unmatched. Best. Wait, for, for the listeners, Yama is, um, we went on a date there that I didn't, I mean, like it was like when we were soft dating, but not really anything was happening and I had just come home. Right? Is this the place? Yes. Yes, it absolutely was. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just come home from, like, going to Thanksgiving, like, at my, in Idaho, and I had just come back. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We had been texting, and you were like, 
we, I don't know, we, like, kind of planned on going on this, like, soft date or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I think he's going to ask me to, like, be his girlfriend. And I got so excited. And then nothing happened. And I talked to you about it, like, literally on the spot that day. And I was just like, I really thought this conversation was going in a different direction. And you were like, no, 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 wait. Like, I like you. I do want you to be my girlfriend. I was just being, like, really unclear <laughs> about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and like, it was the most confusing yeah, I was roller like, coaster. <laughs> I was, I was like, like going into that conversation so soft and easy. I was like, this is just confusing. I'm so mm-hmm. glad you brought this up because this is what I was trying to get across. And yeah. it was not happening, apparently. <laughs> yeah. No, it was very bizarre because, like, the way that we had been texting about it was... So, it seemed really clear to me what was going to happen, and then we got there, and none of that conversation happened, and I was just like, I'm just going to be upfront with you, because this is the third time I've, like, <laughs> thought we were going to start dating. Mm-hmm. Um, And I need to, like, protect myself, just in case yeah. it doesn't happen. But it was, it happened, we're married now, all is yeah. well in the world. Yeah. Yama's yeah. really good, though. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good best quality for like like for not paying as much as some really good places in Portland like the quality is unmatched Mm -hmm. because like you can obviously spend like way more and get really good fish obviously but like yeah I feel like it's like the best like fifteen dollar fifteen to like twenty five dollar place for the quality that it offers Mm -hmm. yeah it's really really good yeah like I always get a Chirashi bowl, and, like, the Chirashi there is, like, 20, like, 28, 30 bucks, something like that, which is, mm-hmm. like, pretty standard, but, like, the quality is just top. Top notch. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Love that place. Um, so, let me, let me switch the table here. If we were doing hometowns, what are we, what are we doing? I feel like I'm going to get roasted by locals, which is I, is something that I don't ever want to hear. It's weird because, like, I, I think I, I lived in Portland for so much of my, like, adult life, but I, like, grew up here, but I didn't mm. have any money when mm. I grew up here. So, like, sometimes... That's, like, that's fair. So I think if I were taking you to, like, a hometown date, like, mm-hmm. where, if you were meeting my family, obviously we would go to, like, Idaho. Mm-hmm. In, like, Caldwell, Nampa, Boise area. And I feel like if I wanted to do something that was, like, truly from my childhood, I would take you to Jack's Drive-In in Caldwell. I don't even know if it's still open, but they had this, like, like, everybody wanted to work there in high school. It felt, like, very mm-hmm. much, like, this is where, like, everybody gets their start. It was, like, a weird, like... It was just, like, a really good, like, burger place, like, right by the library and across the street from my elementary school. Uh, It was, like, super close to, like, the College of Idaho, which is where, like, most people from my, not most, but a lot of people from my, like, high school would go to college there. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was, like, almost like a community, like, hub of just, like... Like, all the high school kids and... yeah. Yeah. It, it felt like the the hangout spot from Greece, you know? Yeah. No, um, that's that's kind of like when I was going to high school in uh Colorado, like the Sonic where I lived in like Pueblo West, like that was like the spot to hang out like after like 
high school like football games or like, basically anything like everyone worked at that sonic mm-hmm. everyone would go to that sonic like that was the spot yeah it's cute how places like that uh, i don't know it's just mm. like cute like small midtown style. i don't know mm-hmm. i really liked it there and then i feel like flying m Oh my god. I mean, I tried with you. You were just like, this is the most dog shit coffee I've ever tasted in my life. We were like driving back from here to (laughs) Portland. Like we just visited for like a few days or something. We were driving back and I was like, oh yeah, I know this coffee shop like where I went to college. You know, I like it. I mean, I'm not a coffee person though. So like, I I don't really know what good coffee tastes like. It's like, Coffee and, like, wine are kind of the same to me where I'm, like, I can't tell the difference between, like, good and bad coffee and I don't drink coffee. Like, can you think, like, can you think of a time where I actually just, like, requested coffee because I wanted to drink it? Like, it doesn't happen for me. Never. Never. I'm just not a coffee person. And so I took Andrew to, like, the Flying M because that's where I, that's just, like, where I went. It was really close to this school. I could do my homework there. Like, when I needed coffee, it was, it didn't taste bad to me, but I don't really get it, I guess. And he was like, this is absolute dog shit. This is the worst coffee I've ever had. And he wouldn't stop talking about it. Like, the whole way home, I was like, we just started. Like, we're 30 minutes in to, like, a six-hour drive home. And you're just like, this is absolute piss. I would rather kill myself. And drink another sip of this. Like, as he's continuing to drink it, I'm just like, you're actively, like, suey on me right now because of what you're drinking. Um, uh, I would not take you to the Flying M. I've learned my lesson. Um, I think that I would... Maybe I would take... I mean, like, I feel like if you're in Boise, like, going to like going for like a walk in the north end or something is kind mm. of nice or like yeah. floating the river would be really cool um if i could you know if my feet would work you know i would love to like float the river or we could um go make fun of people who slackline in the park mm-hmm. um yeah. there's like you know, Camel's Back exists. There's, like, a, there, there's lots of, like, hiking and, like, wandering around opportunities that are really great here. Yeah. If it was Portland, I feel like it would be a lot more, like, I feel like Portland is a place where if you're going on a date and it's not, like, brunch, you're not doing it right. It's, like, you either have to do, like, brunch or dinner in Portland there's so much to do in Portland. Though. Yeah. It's... I I'm I would I think if I were to plan like a Portland day date, I would take you to that I I still don't to this day don't know what it's called, that place where we get vegan breakfast from all the time. Off the griddle. Off the griddle is like number 1. And then we would go to Queen of Sheba for dinner. And then in the middle, we would do something like, like, go to one of those, like, ugly beaches, you know, mm-hmm. that are, like, really mm-hmm. industrial, yeah. so nobody's there. Yeah. And I think that's the whole point of going to an industrial beach is, like, oh, yeah, every once in a while, a really awful-looking ship 
mm-hmm. like cargo ship goes by, and that's why no one is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything's rusted. Mm-hmm. The water's kind of off, kind of green and brownish. It's ugly beaches, like. So my last question for you is: We are in week seven, which yes. is pretty unprecedented for hometowns. Usually, we um, see a lot more of their like relationships forming. Mm-hmm. Um, seven weeks is a really short period of time to get to know anybody, and a lot of these people haven't even not a lot like some of these people haven't even had one on one dates yet, and they're already like going back to like meet people's families. And I feel like the timeline just somehow got, like, truncated because so many people left and were being weird. Sorry to any listener. The, the, the dogs are just going insane downstairs. So back to what I was saying. Like, we, mm-hmm. oh, some of these people haven't even had, you know, one-on-ones with these people. And usually by this point, they've had at least two one-on-ones. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, it feels like there's, like, a sense of security there, even though, like, that's still... A really short amount of time too. Totally. So, um, do you think this is a reasonable amount of time to know someone and propose? Like, when did you know that you were going to propose? Was it seven weeks in? Um, no, not seven weeks. Are, do you want me to? Wow, just, coward! Do you want me to turn into Tino's dad here? Uh, yeah. Tino's dad and mom. This isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> um. Please put on your uh, QAnon tinfoil hat here. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, obviously it's, like, super accelerated. But, I mean, like, we we kind of talked about this where it's just, like, like, during Tino's dad and mom sequence. Where it's just, like, yeah, it's fast. But also, when you are dedicating your time to dating and get to know people, like, it, I mean you can kind of go a little bit faster because you're not dealing with work and other things like this is all mm-hmm. you're focused on. Um, it's, it's almost like, like a, like a, like vacation romance, or, mm-hmm. but except for longer and extended and like yeah. actually focused on that. So, I mean, like, I guess if you're just like hyper fixated on it, like it, maybe it's not that long actually. Cause it's like, that's, it also feels weird that like you're forcing it. I'm not yeah. forcing it, but like that's the entire goal here. Like, I think finding love is your job at this point. <laughs> yeah, that I think that's super weird. I also think too, like I understand how the Bachelor Bubble works a little bit, like how mm-hmm. like this is the only person that you're focused on. Mm-hmm. Like they don't give you any, you know, they they don't give you any distractions. Like this is basically your whole life. For, like, a few weeks. But also, like, knowing that some people don't haven't even had, like, one-on-one time yeah. yet is yeah. so weird. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, like, the, the time still isn't enough time. And, I mean, like, Rachel canceled, like, half of her oh, dates. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these other things going on. And so it, it just feels, like, really soon and fast and i just like i don't feel like this season so far i've seen enough relationship building to really believe like the 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 hot little lie that the bachelor is you know like Mm -hmm. i i'm just like not believing it at this point but you know we'll see where it goes 
That said, yeah. we're about like half hour in. And we haven't even We haven't even touched the episode. <laughs> so, um so, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Uh, I wish you had a a cool, hot, beautiful little tidbit like you had earlier. Oh. Should we copy paste it? Um Yeah, hold on. The Louvre. <laughs> Speaking of Louvre. Speaking I, of falling in Louvre. Let's find some love on hometowns. Speaking of um uh ship shipping like the, the thing you do when you want two people together. Mhm. We're what? about to get off this virgin cruise line. <laughs> yep. And go back to like seriously they're off the covid ship that has the ability to house 4000 people but mm. um inexplicably only had like 10 people on it at a time. Yeah. We're going back to the states. Wait, also um, I have to so Logan got covid. Yes. Did they just kick him off the show? <laughs> I I want to hear every conspiracy theory about this because because like there like during the hometowns and then like coming up next week like there was no mention of him at all so it's like no. did, like he got it and then they're like you're done dude like there's not Apparently, enough time. Apparently, I I mean if I mean if they're following CDC guidelines, he would have only been out for a week. So yeah. I mean. Also, maybe I, I'm jumping ahead, and we're going to talk about this later. Oh I'm no, sorry no, no, no! Uh, we talked case. about we talked about Logan a lot last week. We don't know. At least Jenna and I don't know, like really, what happened there. But, yeah. um, I, he like in my opinion, he wouldn't have been ready for hometowns like with Gabby. Yeah, because yeah. he, he was, you know, waffling between. He was waffling, and he was only there for, like, a week. It, it just... Yeah. I think they were just giving him an easy out. And he's on Paradise, too. Yeah, which we so, should talk about at the end. I totally forgot about Paradise when I was making my notes, and I'm really excited to talk about Paradise at the very end of the episode. Yeah. Um, but keeping in line with, like, <clears throat> the beginning of the episode, um, we are um, going to first um, New Orleans... For Jason and Gabby's date. Jason, the silent protagonist, a.k.a. Link. Uh, Jason, I have (laughs) never seen this man in my life before, first of all. Um, The highlight of their date, in my opinion, is when they're on, you know, like, Bourbon Street. And Gabby goes, like, full Jennifer Coolidge goblin mode, saying, I want that old man to show me his dick. Mm-hmm. And Jason doesn't say anything because what are you supposed to say to that? Uh, also, the weight of the size of the beads he was wearing was weighing on his neck, so he couldn't even speak. Did you? Yeah. See, like I didn't even notice it until like the very last moment. I was like, "Those are the size of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. They're so big." I mean, they're probably that big because Gabby didn't get to see that old man's balls. So True. yeah. Um, Let me flash me. No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I can't right, imagine, like, anyways. <laughs> what a weird experience it must be. I mean, like, I've never... Been, have you ever been to New Orleans? No. I haven't either, but I can't imagine what it's like being a local and just, like, every single day a part of your, like, existence is just having 
drunk people like show me your dick like show me your tits and that's just like not traumatic it's just walking yeah. down bourbon street to your yeah. job or whatever i also want to think that gabby did that and it wasn't even like fat tuesday mardi gras time like she was just out there and everyone's like what are you talking about it's not even mardi gras season <laughs> It's not even Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday is when I show my dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so wild. But I mean, like, technically it could have been, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, it, based on filming schedules, I don't yeah. know. But I really hope it wasn't. Like, and it's just some random guy that's just like, huh? What's going Why on? Why is Jennifer Coolidge screaming at me? <laughs> Jennifer um, Coolidge's daughter. So... Um, since Jason's parents are divorced, we see the date happen in two portions. And I think, um, honestly, I was thinking that Jason's dad should marry Rachel, to be honest. He's just, like, so sensitive and, like, such a, like, crybaby. And I, like, I know this is, like, a really cringe thing to say and potentially slightly homophobic to the tender queers to refer to a straight man as a small bean. But, like... This man is a small bean. You know mm. what I mean? Like, he's yeah. just like the human personification of a tear. Yeah. And it's so cute, to be honest. He was the, the like, lesser talked about seven dwarf weepy. <laughs> weepy. Weepy. <laughs> weepy and sweepy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, he's talking and he's like, I could just feel her warmth, her easiness. Um... And you're projecting happiness and calmness and ease with it. He's just saying to his son, like, I will support you 100% if it's the real deal. I want to be the best man at your wedding. And Mm -hmm. it's just, like, giving the good dad energy that we've needed for a really, really long time in this franchise. Like, I loved it. Yeah. And, like, I don't, like, he had, like, very round features, Mm-hmm. Um, and like for some reason, I was like, he reminds me of a tragic clown outside of his oh. makeup, <laughs> like, <laughs> like super sad, but so sweet and just yeah. like wanting happiness. And I was just yes. like, this is the tragic clown without like the, the like serious tragedy behind mm-hmm. it. Um, and then in the nighttime portion, Gabby meets the rest of Jason's family, um, his mom also bursts into tears upon seeing him again. So, like, he has, like, ultimate crybaby family, and I'm super, mm-hmm. super here for all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you started laughing. What were you going to say? Um, no, I just thought it was really funny that, like, Jason's pretty quiet. Um, yes. And then, and then his family you, is so emotive, though. So emotive, but then also, like, you meet his mom, his sister, and then some guy in all white who says nothing. I was like, nothing. that guy's actually more quiet than yeah. Jason. <laughs> uh, emotions also, are a spectrum, and it's that whole family. Who was that guy in all white? He's like in, like he's in the shots, but never a word. He was there to get baptized and was just in the wrong room at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, so, like his sister, uh, Kelsey pulls Gabby aside. And um, also, oh, sorry, I, I need to interject again. His sure. sister, I swore she was a contestant on The Bachelor in the past. I was like, she looks familiar. Yeah. But you were like, no, idiot. <laughs> she just looks, she has that look. Yeah, she does have the look, TM, TM, TM. She could mm-hmm. be in the future, though. Like, uh, you never know. She had, she had some personality, some spunk. She could be cast. 
Um, so, yeah, Kelsey pulls Gabby aside and she is like getting to like the point of the whole date. She's like, okay, I have all the dirt on this guy. What do you want to know? Um, and Gabby, I guess, throughout the whole night basically has two things like front of mind for her. Like, number one, she wants to know if he's ready for a committed relationship, to which Kelsey says, like, as weird as it sounds, like, yeah, um, I could see him proposing. Um, and then the other thing that Gabby wants to know is about him or about her being a good fit for Jason because he's so reserved and she's Gabby, you know, like she's yeah. Jennifer Coolidge. So, <laughs> like. Um, his mom kind of takes, like, this, like, reassuring route. She's, like, I'm not seeing any red flags, you know? Like, um, she senses that things are really great between them, and she just wants them to have fun and be happy together. Um, and so, like, as an as a person, like, watching this, I'm, like, oh, my God, this is going so well. I love this. And then, um, like, literally the conversation after this makes me want to throw him in the dumpster. Um even though, like, rationally, I'm like, yeah, what he's, like, feeling makes sense. But, like, for the show, I'm like, go in, go in the garbage, garbage man. Um, <laughs> so he sits down with his mom. He is, like, informing her that he's, you know, taking his relationship with Gabby kind of one day at a time. And he later says, I could never see myself getting engaged. It's just not realistic to me. And I, I'm, like, failing to, like remember like in this moment whether the context means he never wants to get engaged or he would never get engaged at the end of this show because it's not realistic because mm. one of those things makes sense to me the other one is like why would you go on this yeah. show yeah, yeah, yeah. at all in the first place but his mom is kind of like oh my like you can see the panic in her eyes that's just like oh my god i just told gabby like all of these things and mm. number two how did i raise such a shithead you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of those moments like yeah, I mean, like, if he if he truly means, like, he's not ready to get engaged in two weeks, like, congrats, you have two functioning brain cells that, like, are, like, rubbing mm. together and, like, yeah, this is ridiculous because it's – I've known this person for seven weeks and probably spent, like, four hours with them. Yeah. But within the context of the show, you're just starting to, like, feel for Gabby, especially given what happens later on in the episode, too. Totally. Yeah. Um. And it, it's, I think, what threw me off um, the most in in this date in particular is that he tells his mom all of this stuff and then he doesn't tell Gabby. So Gabby leaves without any kind of, like, knowledge and she's, like, feeling reassured in a certain way. But... Yeah. He hasn't told like, – he's not giving her that nugget of information that is super important, in my opinion. Yeah. All, all Gabby knows is that Jason is going to be great for me because Lydia, a.k.a. Winona Ryder, if she continued <laughs> on in her Beetlejuice role, a.k.a. Jason's Truly. mom, told yes. me, <laughs> is all positive things. So it's, this is going great. That is so true and so – Good. I mean, we were talking about that last night, and we mm -hmm. were both just like screaming about it. Like, mm -hmm. she is just like alt mom altogether. I really want to yeah. figure out like what, how they're like why his parents' relationship didn't work out because like 
they're so sensitive. I feel like yeah. they, it, it should work, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so the coward clown uh, <laughs> continues forward. Um, <laughs> and I hope that, you know, someone spanked his butt for being a liar and a time thief because mm-hmm. it's just not fair at this I mean- point. I mean, the this, this silent protagonist continues his reign of silence. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. I mean... Yeah. A real real link, like I'm saying. Just doesn't say anything. <clears throat> you know... Just nothing but... <laughs> sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um... For those who don't understand what I'm saying, uh, Link is uh, <laughs> main character in Legend of Zelda series in silent protagonist never says a word my sister you just explained I, no i know i was, I was you just explained this is a, call, this is a callback to the mansplain yes <laughs> good job covering it up because ah <laughs> uh, i was about to roast your ass um anyone ever heard of mario before <laughs> uh oh tino's dad Oh, yes, I can't wait to get to that part. But (coughs) before that, we have to talk about several other people, including Rachel and Zach. So, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Uh, Rachel and Zach fly to Anaheim, which I think is ironic in a number of ways that we see a little bit later on down the line. Um, So, Zach has become, like, my front runner for Rachel. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I really don't like any... Uh, I mean, I didn't see Avon State. Obviously, nobody saw it, but yeah. it, it might it, exist in the archives. Week, right? Yeah, thought... but, like, you know, I just... I don't think that he was, like, a serious... Cont- I think she should have cut more people mm. last week. Like, I don't think that he was... She should have cut, you know, Tyler, absolutely. But, like, I uh, haven't really uh, seen yeah. that big of a connection between her and Avon either, but I'm willing to, you know, pause and wait until next week, but obviously, like, Avon's not gonna win it, you know? Like, they wouldn't do that. Um, who knows? You're doing the well face at me, but... Well, who knows? Okay, I'll bet you $20 right now. No, I don't want to... I don't do bets. That's not true. You bet not, all the time. I'm not a betting man. No, not financially betting. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, I... <laughs> Next person has to buy Bombay. Okay. Okay. Dinner. Got it. Yeah. Um. So, Rachel and Zach fly to Anaheim. Um, he is basically continuing his quest to try to get Rachel to be better at riding a bicycle. He takes her to a rooftop that is overlooking an airport runway, which was a callback to, like, their first ever date where they both shared they watched planes take off with their dads. It was actually really really cute. cute. Yeah. It was really cute. I was like, wow. Okay, that's a really cute date. Zach, you won me over. Zach Chris Goose. (laughs) Zach Chris Goose Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, So, Zach's family... um, Aside from the man who has been, you know, our flight captain on Sword Over California several times. <laughs> Patrick um, Warburton. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it was like such a joy watching it with Andrew yesterday. Well, wait, was yesterday the second time we watched it? Yeah. 
yeah. Oh, yeah, we watched it on Tuesday and then again yesterday. Um, and you were just like, wait. And, like, it was, like, the kind of squinting where you're, like, slowly getting the idea. Like, when you're playing Skyrim and people, like, slowly, like, recognize that mm. you're, like, in the view. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just looked at you and I was like, yeah, it's that guy. Yeah. And you were so excited about it. It yeah. just made my day. <laughs> um, I think that's why I was, like, Anaheim, this is really interesting. It's, like, Disneyland territory. And he's, mm-hmm. like, a voice of Disney. You know, it, mm-hmm. it was one of those things. Um. Anyway, so his dad, Chapman, is the first to talk to Rachel. Um, he's kind of worried that Zach will wind up brokenhearted, but he knows that Zach's also incredibly into Rachel. Um, but he's, like, just... He's talking about the bachelor bubble, like all parents do, and he's like, I mean, you go to the most romantic places on Earth and you'll fall in love with a monkey. <laughs> I'm just also- like, What? Also, Zach's dad looks like a bald uh, Justin McElroy. Yes. Look, this look. joke is literally only for Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Literally, look up Justin McElroy, make him bald. Mm-hmm. That's Zach's dad. Also, just... You go to the most romantic places on <laughs> Earth and you'll fall in love with a monkey. Not wrong. I mean, I can go on Twitter and fall in love with a monkey. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's even trying to. I, I get what he's saying, but it's just like, why was that the thing that you? Yeah. <laughs> in the moment, that's what you really uh, weirdo. Um, I would love to hear more Zach's dad isms. <laughs> yeah, just people that consistently make up just like bullshit mm. all the time. Yeah. Um. So. He is just basically like, what do you like about him? And she's like, oh, like, love of family. Um, They're both ready to settle down. And it's just like, that's nothing, sister. (laughs) Um, But also, like, I I don't really know how people take these, like, dates or these questions seriously. Like, Mm -hmm. I, it would take a lot for me to not, like, roast a little bit. Like, I'm thinking of a moment, like, when I... When I met your dad and he was like, we were talking about musicals and I don't even remember the conversation like fully, but I was just like, after like spending like an hour with him, I was just like, shut the fuck up. You said Grease was your favorite musical or something. And like everyone in the room was like laughing about it. And I was just like, how are people like so like weird and their, you know, like responses to these kinds of things? Because like they're legitimate questions, but it's also just like. Mm-hmm. How is everything so th- like intense and like yeah. weird the whole time? Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time though, like Zach and his mom are talking outside, and she's just kind of the opposite. She's like, "I can see that you really like her. Like, I can see like the love in your face." Um, and Zach's like, "I'm ready to propose." Um, she gets really like choked up and. Um, when she sits down with Rachel, she's basically like, I really believe he's fallen in love with you. I just don't want to see him get his heart broken. Mm. Um, which of course, like Rachel loves it. Um, she's like, I think I have, you know, seal of approval, like check mark for this one. Check um, and then they kind of just sit in the backyard and watch, um, really horny clips of the time yeah. they've spent together on the show. Weird. 
really it weird. was very weird mm-hmm. um like <laughs> i hated it <laughs> to yeah. be honest the dad's like you know you're not married yet <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then afterwards, we get our first I love you of this season. Oh. And it, and it's, uh, it appears to be mutual. It will not be the last of the episode, no. but it might be the last mutual one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, howdy, is it the last mutual one? <laughs> <laughs> so next we have Johnny and Gabby. And this date was weird because there wasn't, am I wrong? There wasn't like a daytime portion. They just kind of met the family. Yeah, it kind of just went yeah straight into family. It's like yeah, this is this is me. I just hang out with my family. <laughs> it was weird, but I I don't know like what they cut out and what they didn't cut out. But um, yeah, I had no notes for this section. I was just like the only note I wrote was Johnny is my best friend, and that's a quote from the room. <laughs> <laughs> That was the only note I took. I love <laughs> I love when Andrew and I have to podcast together because the note taking is extremely not the same. <laughs> like I like I'll write pages and pages of stuff and Andrew's like, this reminded me of a thing I watched on TV like from ten years ago. But I um yeah, I guess like the only thought they're in florida so i was like i don't know maybe like desantis has outlawed having fun as a single person without your parents being involved like lest you have to have an abortion or something so i mean it could be some like maga evangelical bullshit happening here so like you have to just hang out with family but uh gabby basically talks with his dad first um his dad's pretty supportive. It's like, it's amazing that after such a short period of time, like, there's a lot of chemistry between you guys. Um, she kind of talks about, like, you know, they haven't really talked about getting engaged yet. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, this comes back later. Mm-hmm. Um, like, his parents think that she's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the connection is organic. Um, and, like... Her mom, I think, or his mom specifically says, you know, like, it seems like the connection between you two, like, whether it's now or forever, is very organic. And we're, like, along for the ride. Like, if you guys want to date, that's fine. If you guys want to get married, that's fine. Like, they're Mm -hmm. just supportive and there, which I think is, like, great. You know, like, good parent week um, for them. But once again, the guy in the situation is the problem. Yeah. Because he, like, he, much like Jason from earlier, Am I ready? doesn't want to propose on such a tight deadline. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But again, like, why go on the show? Like, why do this? Like, you, especially, like, if, if you guys knew, like, what Gabby and Rachel went through with Clayton, like, why are you here just being like, actually, you know, I fucked around and I found out I'm not ready to get engaged. Mm-hmm. It's Good weird. thing I went on this show that's specifically for this exact reason. Mm-hmm. And then, like, his parents say something, like, really interesting where, like, his mom's like, yeah, you're right. That's a huge commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad is like, emotionally, I think you're ready. Mm-hmm. Financially, go down that road together. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Break noise? Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what? Like, are... 
I need him to like explain his debts right now. You exactly, know what I mean? Right? I was like, oh, well, I don't know if you want to. Go. I was like, listen, Conor O'Malley. So his dad reminds me of Conor O'Malley. Well, yeah, it's it's the eyes. I just mm-hmm. mostly the eyes. Um, but I was like, yeah, I, who like who has more debts? Is my question. Yeah. And how much are we talking here? It is very weird. Um, I I was just like, wait, what do you mean finance? So I'm still thinking about that, and I want to know what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, but his dad was basically like, go with your heart. We met her. She's lovely. You have my blessing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, do you think Johnny's like really rich? Like, could it be like the opposite of what we're thinking? I think he is. I mean, they were like hanging out on like a, a yacht. A boat, yeah. right? And I was like, you have to have money if you're going to have a boat. Like there's. Yeah. Maybe he has like a trust or something. Maybe he's like a trust fund baby. I mean, like, like it can't be like. He, he he took her back to Palm Beach. Like, isn't that... I guess I don't really know anything about... I don't know. Florida. It seems like it would be a wealthy yeah, it area. Looked, yeah. Grain lush boats. Mm-hmm. White people. You know, like white picket fences. Wow. White people, the sign of, you no, know... No, I'm just saying, like, Republican I, Florida. Like, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Um... Basically, at the end of the date, Gabby's like, it feels so good and so easy to be with somebody who I know is ready for the next step. And it's just like, okay, fuck. Mm. <laughs> is it? So, next we have um, what I would call the Tyler and Rachel date from hell. <laughs> and um, it's, which is kind of perfect because we left Rachel at in Anaheim with Patrick Warburton, right? Mm-hmm. Who was on Seinfeld ages ago as yes. a raging New Jersey Devils fan. <laughs> so we go, there's that connection of New Jersey, hell, and devil. Yeah. There you go. You are just putting all the little pieces together. Listen, this is why we have this, you on the pod. <laughs> yeah. So we Never. go. Yeah. Never as a substitution, just when you're here as an expert. Yeah. I'm just um, I'm making the connections here. Yeah. yeah. So Rachel's date leads into the other one. So yeah, the date from hell. The date from hell. So, I mean, like, we all watched it. We all know what happens here. <laughs> there were signs this date was going to be awful from the get-go, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think when you and I first noticed that it was going to shit was mm-hmm. when they were on the world's worst ride. You want to tell the fans what it is? The Ferris wheel. The Ferris worst, wheel? It's the worst Fucking ride. sucks. I hate it. I hate Ferris wheels. They were frightening. It's the most frightening ride in the world. I would go on Tower of Terror. I hate drops, but I would much rather go on that than a Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. I, uh... I hate it. <laughs> it's literally the worst ride. I mean, like, even... If, if we're talking about Disney or the county fair. The Ferris mm-hmm. wheel is the worst ride. Mm-hmm. I would... You know, um, like, when I – this is interesting. I don't know if this is, like, a phenomenon at all. But, like, when I went through puberty, mm-hmm. I could no longer go on rides that spin, like, horizontally. Mm. Like, like t- I can do I can do spins that are vertical, but I can't do ones that go, like, horizontal. Like teacup rides? Like, the teacup ride makes me sick. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Like, the, you know that, that ride at the fair that's, like, a spaceship and it spins oh, you mm-hmm. so fast that you're, yeah. like, your body is, like, stuck to the wall and you can yeah. flip upside down or do whatever because it's, mm-hmm. like, fake, gra- you're moving so fast that yeah. gravity doesn't it's exist or whatever. Gravitational pulls, yeah. That makes me vomit. Like, I can't do anything like that mm-hmm. that's, like, fast and moves that way. I can do it the opposite. Mm-hmm. I would rather go on that spaceship ride 7,000 times than go on any Ferris wheel ever. Like, it's so scary. Like, the rocking back mm-hmm. and forth. Like, yeah, I can't I do it. I don't like and it. And it's, like, the height and the stillness mm-hmm. and not knowing when it's going to move and, mm-hmm. like, people getting out one at a time and just, like, having to, like, sway back and forth. Yeah, anyway, I don't like it, it sucks. The thing that sucked <laughs> the most about their date was, number one, they were the only people on the Ferris wheel and they sat... <laughs> Apart from each other, mm-hmm. looking at each other. And I was like, oh, you're not even going to give him the opportunity to do that, like, arm stretch, arm, you know, yeah. like, stretch maybe, out, like, yeah. casually grace your boob kind of thing. Oh, whoa. Jeez. <laughs> well, she didn't give him the op. That's true. Yeah. It's always an op at the fair. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> on the boardwalk, baby. On the boardwalk. Um... Yeah, so the date starts by Rachel, you know, it starts with a bang. She's like, Tyler always makes me laugh and we connect emotionally, but we definitely are the most far behind. So, like, why do we have to see any of this? Like, just end yeah, it. You should have gotten rid of him before this date. End an it. Issue. Yep. Um, if you remember from, like, a few episodes ago, like, Tyler and his family do own some games on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, like, food stalls. Yeah, he, he like, owns basketball games and, like, some food stalls and stuff on it. So he, like, he's just bringing her back to, like, oh, I know it. I know all the locals here. I'd be, like, it, it would be, like, you taking me to Apex and just, like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm, like, the guy down at Apex, which is exactly what you did <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I still um, do it to this day. Still. Anytime I go back. Day. Anytime I go back to Portland, I'm, like, ah, I gotta go. Gotta go. Um... So, you know, like, they go to the boardwalk. They're selling fried food. Naturally, they stop for a corn dog that absolutely looks like a penis. Mm, I was like, that looks disgusting. fucking de- that looks fucking delicious. And looks you and Jenna disgusting. were both like, um, that looks like an absolute hog. And you are a menace to society. And I was like, yes, that, but that looks amazing. It does. It, like, not that it looked like a dick was why it was gross. It just looked, like, odd-shaped. I was just like, it shouldn't have that many sharp edges divots yeah it had a maybe lot that's of, true yeah, but it wasn't did not look appetizing it looked haggard the thing is it did and i did have two corn dogs this week because of it so <laughs> it's <is> true um <laughs> they also had um i feel like they're called different things it's funnel cake right mm-hmm. yeah that's like one of my favorite foods i never get to have it ever i want it very i feel like it's just fried <laughs> It's just fried dough. Dough. Yeah. And, like, honey and... Uh, it, it's so good. Anyway, uh, I'm going to stop talking. I'm, like, actually salivating. Um, <laughs> After this, you're going to order a funnel cake. Uh, I'm going to try, and then I'll end up getting something awful instead. Um... <laughs> So, like, after he, like, introduces her to, like, all of his, like, friends and family, like, on the boardwalk, mm-hmm. 
he's like, oh, I need to go settle up my debts. And I was like, wait, you have to pay for your own basketball stand? Like, it was just, like, goofy. And, like, Rachel is just, like, sobbing with a producer. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it sucks because, you know, like, it's... And he has no idea. Yeah. Um, She's, like, freaking out. And he's like, ah, yep. Got this one in the bag, baby. Got it. <laughs> just, her. like, dusting his hands off. Just like, yeah, I'm just gonna kill this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, she's like, I feel like a horrible person. It's just, like, hasn't been enough time. I don't think I'm ready. I don't know what to do. Um, she goes to the bathroom to cry it out. And then she comes back out to meet him after he's, you know, paid off his debts to his own family. <laughs> um, and... They sit down on a bench and they're like talking and he keeps interrupt. He, first of all, does not recognize that she has been crying. I have never seen a person look more like they have been crying all day Mm. than Rachel in this moment. Mm. And like, I mean, like maybe I don't know like what the weather is like on the Jersey shore. Like, I don't know. Like maybe it's like super cold. And so like, like, I I don't know. Yeah. This woman looks like she's been sobbing to me, but You know, I don't know what the situation was. And he basically just keeps interrupting her to tell her that he's in love with her. And she's like, oh, my God, please stop. Like, the faces that she makes the whole time are just, you're, she's just like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. Yeah. She's like, shut up. She's trying to tell him, like, listen, like, she's trying to let him off. And he's like. He, the, his instincts reminded me of, like, me as a teen in, like, high school. Like, when you're first, like, dating people. And you're like, I don't want this to end. Like, I know she's going to, like, say something bad, so I'm going to try to save it. And it's like, dude, no matter what you say, it's not going to work. Like, just let it die. Yeah. Like, you're let trying to save nothing. And yeah. he was like, the reason I found happiness is because of you. Like, I was expecting him to put on the Who the Stank's The Reason. Oh my god. Like, pull out a guitar and start playing The Reason is You. <laughs> I, If that man had a guitar, I mean, he could have won one at the fair earlier, but... He had to settle his debts. He couldn't afford one. <laughs> yeah. He just wasn't good enough at basketball. No. I, it's... He starts saying... She starts saying you're the most incredible person. And then he's like literally talking over her about how she's so incredible and how happy he is to be with her, how important (laughs) it is for her to meet his family. And he like ends the conversation with like, I'm not falling in love with you. I am so in love with you. And then she like, like, it's like like Jim Albert. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) She like literally is like looking for any camera just like are you guys hearing this at the same time i am like it's so bad and she she is basically like i i feel bad for her in this like i mean i feel bad for like anybody that has to like reject someone like this because like obviously like he's like a sweet kid and you know like i don't know he is his frontal cortex isn't fully formed yet because he's 25 years old and he's a dude and it's yeah. just like, of course you don't know how to read this situation or the room. Like, yeah. I felt in, like he was Tom Hanks and big. Like, I felt like he was like a 13-year-old <laughs> trapped in an older it man's was, body. It was problematic of her to be dating him because he was a yeah. child. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally a child. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that makes sense, too, right? Because he basically took her to an adult toy store for mm-hmm. a hometown date. Yeah. Um, but she basically says, we've had the most incredible day, but I'm still not feeling 100% confident. I don't know if I'm ready to meet your family. Um, and she, like, kind of apologizes, telling him how, like, amazing he is. I really wish that I could get there. Um, and you're going to find, like, everything that you deserve. Um so they kind of separate. She goes home in her car and they still I, like the cameras are at his family's house. I love that they still continued with that and aired it. Like <laughs> Oh, it was so mean. I and just, I loved I, it. I remember when they showed the family, I was like, no, they're they're not gonna continue, are they? And then Oh boy, did they! And I, Dude. I lost it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, "This is the meanest thing." It's so mean. It's, like, Avon didn't even get a date this week because you wanted to embarrass this man so bad. Like, they spanked his little butt on TV. Like, so he, like, she's going home in her car. He's like on his way, and they're like, his family is so fucking stoked. They're like so excited to meet her. So excited to see him. They, like, all, like, cheer when he gets into the house. They're so fucking stoked. I, and- lo- I love the what you pointed out. You're like, wow, this is where he gets interrupting people. Yes. Yes. His mom, like, literally, he's trying to just be like, hey, guys, like, I just want to, like, explain what's going on. And she's like, where's Rachel? I'm so excited to meet you. And just, like, going on and on and on. And, like, it's, like, <laughs> the vibe is wrong. And he's he's just like, wait, 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 wait. And nobody waits. Everyone's just like talking over one another. And he's like, I got dumped today, basically. And they're like, what? You know, and it's Why like five minutes, five minutes into him being home. And he's like, I've been trying to tell you, you know, like, it's just like silly. I don't know why I gave him the New Jersey accent yeah, when he like doesn't have one. But he had um, multiple accents. The more he talked on that mm-hmm. date, I was like, what accent does he have? Because it's multiple <laughs> all at once. And like the the whole thing ends. He's like, I loved her and I still do. And. He's like, all I've ever wanted is somebody that would feel the same way towards me. And then he put out this, like, statement. I I don't even remember what it said, and I'm not going to look it up. So just, oh, like, was it forgive. On, was it on Instagram? Yeah, it was on Instagram, oh, okay. I think. It was I didn't just, see that. I think it was like, I don't blame Rachel, blah, blah, blah. You were such a great, some, you know. It, he was being nice about it, but mm. it was embarrassing to watch you know what i mean like yeah. when you feel embarrassed for other people like i don't i don't think he handled it poorly or anything i just like yeah. when you feel like really weird about something that someone else is going through mm-hmm. it's just how it went down yeah. so gabby's last date for the week is with eric and Oof. i Man, think topic. eric no go ahead no i was just gonna say that that that's a heart-wrenching like yeah like it's a very intense like a part of this like made me realize like you know like like the nuances of dating like you can meet Mm -hmm. a family and just like have the best time or you can meet a family who's like having a really rough time and like trying to be there for you but also realizing like they're also going through some like really hard shit yeah i mean we can cut this out if you want, but I mean, it kind of reminded me of like a lot of the circumstances when I had to meet 
your family mm-hmm. like yeah. earlier in the year like yeah um like for listeners who don't know and again we can we can cut this if you want to no, it's, um it's okay i mean it's just part of my story yeah <laughs> um like andrew's dad passed away in january mm-hmm. and like we had been engaged for a oh. while but like i had i'd only met his family like one other time previous because we we just lived so far away and COVID had happened and mm-hmm. there was never like a time to have everybody together yeah. yeah um in a way that felt like safe and everything so like we we a lot of like the ways that I was meeting people was not in their best moments and like when people were grieving and like learning what family meant to them in like very different ways and like yeah. also like dealing with people who are like fighting amongst each other and like trying to like come together and make it work and yeah it, it was just like a really interesting experience so like i like gabby and eric state is probably like one of the more like impactful like hometown dates that i've ever seen before mm-hmm. um like how did you feel about it no i honestly i just my note says eric got really nothing to say here like it was just like yeah it was like one of the most like r- real mm-hmm. like moments like one of yeah. the really real moments i've seen on the show where it's just like Sorry, Jasper's just going nuts over here. That's okay. He knows you were talking about something difficult, so he's yeah. like, what if I tap danced and made yeah. it better? Yeah, <laughs> it's being absurd. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like, yeah, it's where, you know, you want to be present with, you know, what the the love journey they're going with, but it's like, I'm here, like, my dad's here, and like he's going through really rough stuff and like I'm glad I got the opportunity for you to meet him and like it's just like wow this is like real moment stuff yeah. like it was it was it was intense mm-hmm. I think too like one of the one of the things I like appreciated about it was like how his his dad I guess felt like a lot more like present in that moment and I think it was because he didn't know if he was going to be able to have these moments again with Gabby Mm -hmm. and then his mom was like you need to make sure like this is the right choice because of like like she was there for like the real shit you know Mm -hmm. and she was like I've been like your dad's caretaker for a really long time because I love this person and like this is not something to throw around lightly like figure it out and like make sure that this is your person first Mm -hmm. and it just felt like a really it felt like the most like wholesome and like honest experience Mm -hmm. um but like it wasn't easy you know like yeah it was like it's like a total juxtaposition to the next date we have where it's just like make sure this is the right person Mm -hmm. like like it was like a real moment versus just being rude Right. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, so, I mean, I will say, like, 
for me, like watching, I mean, like I've, I think I've like had this like inclination for a while, but I've always just liked Eric. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and I, I think that like curly hockey if, mullet sold. I was sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, like, you know, we we love a mullet in our house. Oh yeah. In this house, we love mullets. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean. The one thing that I thought was, like, kind of funny (laughs) about this date um, was, so Eric's there with his, both of his parents, Mm -hmm. his sister, and his two grandparents, and at one point, they just, like, shuffle the grandparents outside, like that okay grandma meme, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, (laughs) okay, you can go outside, (laughs) which was really funny, Um, and I think it was just... I don't know. I this was like a a hard one because we we know from the in memoriam segment mm. at the end that his yeah. dad has since passed away. So mm. I think this was probably like a really special moment. I don't want to like presume anything again. Like we're not like a spoiler podcast. We don't know how it turns up, but I'm sure this was like really special for both Eric and for for Gabby. So yeah, like basically at that point. You know, when mom sits down with Gabby, she's like, commitment in my family is really important. I mean, like, she's been her husband's caretaker for a really long time when he's been really, really ill. Um, She's just like, we don't give up on each other. And it's like, I think that's like a moment where Gabby like really feels like what the The implications are. Yeah. And I, I think it's like, I mean, I don't know that that's, like, a thing in every family, like, but mm-hmm. when when you, like, grow up in a family where you go through, like, that much, like, trauma and, like, hardship together, and, like, I think it gave her the opportunity to see, like, this is how, like, I raised my son, mm-hmm. and this is how he inadvertently, like, views marriage relationships Mm -hmm. like seeing that kind of like value system Mm -hmm. in practice is probably like super important to like understanding who he is as a person Mm -hmm. um and so like gabby was just like seeing him with his family that made my feelings so much deeper for him i just like i want to tell him like how i feel about him um so he takes her to like a tavern later that evening like after they're done talking with the family um, and he lets Gabby know that he's falling in love with her. He says, I really freaking am. He, like, uses the hard F word, you know, <laughs> freaking. Um, <laughs> what a freaking guy. What a freaking guy. And so she says, you know, like, she's feeling the same way. Um, like, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. And I'm just, like, a little weepy because I, li- I like them together. Mm-hmm. I think they're yeah. cute. Yeah. Like, I remember their first interaction being, like, she's, like, you have, like, an ugly little mullet, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I thought it was just cute. It reminded it reminded me of, like, how you and I interact with each other. And I think that's yeah. why I liked them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, we're just, like, goofy dogs. Goofy, but... goofy jokey. But yeah. there's sincerity under it. Yeah. Lots of sincerity and, like, mm-hmm. lots of, like, genuine care. And, like, mm-hmm. they could have, like, a serious talk and conversation even if it requires pulling teeth sometimes Mm -hmm. or like getting your partner on a podcast to make you uh tell me how our marriage is going (laughs) and i say great okay (laughs) cool it's fine it's good (laughs) um now for the drum roll please the worst part of the night tina and rachel the 
the main characters of the week. Yike. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't ever want to be the main character no. in anything. On Twitter, no. not on Bachelor. Nope. Uh, never. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And I mean, like, this is saying something, too, because we watched an episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, right after. <laughs> yeah, right after this one. It just, like, came on, and it was the one where Chad shit his pants. And we just, like, watched the whole thing up until he left. That was really good. Yeah, it was a great palate cleanser after mm-hmm. watching two absolute shit bombs. Oh, yike. Yuck. Yeah. So Rachel somehow gets dumped in a random location in Santa Clarita, <laughs> California. I love how this starts. She's just walking in like a grassy ditch. What? It's not even grassy. It's like it's like desert murder zone desert highlands weird yeah. why were you walking down there ma'am i like i don't know why this happened but he's just like don't worry i'm a man in a jeep and he shows up um you know rachel's worried in this scenario um as she's typically worried about people liking her and like her ability to mesh with his family <laughs> Um, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, she's basically like, I want them to feel like I could fit in. Um, cause I'm like really serious about Tino. So like Rachel is worried about, you know, the family liking her, her ability to fit in. Um, so Tino tries to kind of like assuage, you know, like what she's talking about. Yeah. Um, he wants her to know that he's like really serious about her too. And that there's like nothing to worry about. Quote unquote. Yeah. We Um, love, we love setting up for failure. I love that Tino doesn't know his own fucking family. Like, are these guys like paid actors? Like seriously? Because is this the rehearsal? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Oh my God. What if Nathan Fielder does show up at the end? Oh my God. I would love it. It would would actually make way more sense. Do you know that the, um, what is her name from, like, the the mom from the rehearsal? The person that wanted to be a mom? Mm-hmm. She's on Cameo. Do you know this? Oh, my gosh. She costs $150. Today, she, I saw a She's going to go on sale very soon. <laughs> it is crazy. She did a video that I saw today that, um... So, you know how she's, like, very, like, evangelical, right? Mm-hmm. Someone asked for a, a bar mitzvah message for their 13-year-old. And she was, like, happy bar mitzvah day or something, like, something like that. And then she's, like, um, I noticed that you might be interested in Christianity. So, I um, wanted to tell you about this passage in john whatever 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 mm-hmm. and she legitimately the whole cameo message is her trying to evangelicalize a 13 year old jewish person i screamed anyway wow this is you know incredible is, again, stuff uh, it's really in- incredible truly um going back to tino mm-hmm. tino doesn't know his own family no not at all um he says that he's waiting for the right moment to share his feelings with Rachel, and he thinks that tonight, after she knocks it out of the park with my parents, 
will be the perfect time. L O freaking L. Freaking L. Oh, yeah. In the word in the freaking words of Eric. In the freaking words of Eric, L O freaking L. Um so Basically, the family sits down with Rachel and Tino, who start, you know, regaling everyone with tales of how strong their connection is. Everything disappears when we're together, Mm -hmm. says Tino. Um, Papa Joe comes in hot, and he's like... Paul Rubens from 30 Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Rubens' Um, cameo in 30 Rock is who he is. (laughs) He's like, yeah, but how much time do you guys get together? He's just, like, being, like, the biggest like downer of all yeah. time and like there, there's like a way to ask these questions where it's like oh like how much time have you guys spent not like I, it, it's the tone and the way he's asking that's like dude you can't even can't even spin this <laughs> no like but there's also, a nice way to do it <laughs> there there is a nice way to do it like okay like so here's what i'll say i guess is like is he wrong no. No. But is the way that he's asking it incredibly fucking rude? Yeah. One thousand percent. Um Tino though, like, doesn't seem to like see he doesn't seem like phased by it at doesn't, all. And I'm just like, and that's a oh, red so this flag. Is, yes, it is. I'm just like, oh, so this is how you guys like legit talk to each other, like yep. all the time. Yep. Uh <laughs> so Tino, like, he kind of like maintains this like exterior of yeah, he's, like, not phased at all the entire time. Yeah. Just like, um, um bud, are you yeah, listening? Yeah, his dad is just like, oh, how do you see, like, the next two weeks playing out? And Tino's just like, oh, she'll send the rest of the guys home and I'll propose to her. And I'm also just looking at Rachel being like, are you, like... Okay. <laughs> are you okay with this? Like, are you impressed by this? Like, do you like this? Because, I, to my knowledge, you guys have not had this conversation. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would feel really weird about that, you know? Yeah, like, there was a part of me that was like, oh, yeah, like, he's, like, being humorous about it. And then, like, as this continued on, I was like, I don't know if he was being humorous. I can't tell if he's joking. Yeah. Is this a joke? Is that the joke? I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, and his dad is even just like, oh, are you you fucking kidding me? Like, after two months. And, (laughs) like, his... He's just, Tino's like, yeah, whatever. And his dad is like, we're going to have to have a talk. <laughs> okay, let me reapply my, uh, oh my god, what is the name of that hair color for men? Just for men. Let me reapply my just for men and then oh have a talk. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and like now all of a sudden Tino can like read the room. And he he's just like, oh, maybe things aren't going as well as like. <laughs> I initially thought they were Mm going to go. And he's like, clearly my dad's really skeptical about the situation. No joke. (laughs) Oh my God. Seriously. So like Papa Joe wants to know how in like just five weeks, Tino could possibly be ready to propose. And this was my favorite answer that he gave. We talked about the important stuff, all the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the important stuff. All of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the financials, you know. Did he even say that? I think he just said no. all the stuff. <laughs> you know, all the stuff. Tino doesn't say anything. 
He says nothing all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, his dad is basically like the whole fairy tale thing. Like has him and his wife like super nervous about what their son could be getting themselves into, and then like. At the same time, Tino's QAnon mom is, like, inside saying shit like, this is not real. While Rachel's just like... Well, actually, yeah, it is. <laughs> she she literally does that, like, haha, what the fuck? Like, that <laughs> thing yeah. from Veep. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, it is, it is real. And she was just like... Uh, I mean, his mom, again, she's not, like, wrong, but, like, mm-hmm. the vibe is just yeah. super gross. Yeah. She's like, I have to figure out in a week or two if I'm mending a broken heart or planning a wedding. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, I guess you could say that for, like, any relationship, yeah, was, though. That was the one thing that was just like, you know, that's literally any relationship ever. So mm-hmm. how is this any different? You just want to say it's not real because it's on the main, like, I guarantee you it's like, this is on mainstream TV. It's not real. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the QAnon sentiment just seething I, out of this woman. Seriously, I'm... I don't want to, like, put that energy out there, but, like, anybody who has, like, Marjorie Taylor Green hair is in QAnon. Like, I'm... <laughs> if your hair is thinning and burnt at the bottom and that mm-hmm. white, you are in QAnon. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Just you're there by proxy by yeah. yeah guilty by association oh i'm so sorry yikes um so rachel is basically like talking to tino's mom i feel like she's just skeptical about the whole thing duh <laughs> um she was like she grilled my ass and now i'm like scared to talk to his dad and i'm just like digging a grave for rachel right now like we it's all were. no way mm-hmm. so uh, Papa Joe tells Rachel he can't wrap his head around the idea that two people could be ready to get engaged in a handful of weeks. So he asks, he is basically doing that, like, what is that meme that's like, oh, so you think you know Tino? Like, mm-hmm. name five name of his, his favorite memories. Right. Like, name his childhood trauma and tell me how big his dick is or something. And, like, yeah. of course, Papa Joe knows exactly how big Tino's dick is because he won't get off of it. <clears throat> but it's just like, she's like oh i love um he has like a really positive outlook and i love how humble and caring he is and i like kind of want to look at my notes from earlier because i like feel like that's the same thing she said about zach Mm -hmm. but i don't i'm not gonna do that but (laughs) he's basically just like convince me that you know my son and she tries and he's like well you're saying all the right things yeah but um, I just don't believe you. So you you finished the task that I asked, but I'm still just going to be an absolute prick. Yeah. Cool, dad. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. It's like her, um, what, like, what do you call it when you're, like, doing, like, uh, D&D and your, like, social skills are, like, too low to do the task at hand Yeah, your, chari- your charisma is too low. His charisma yeah. is fucking kelvin zero (laughs) absolute zero um oh my god that's so funny so like rachel is she's like in an itm and she's like i genuinely almost cried because i thought it was going that bad with his dad um and she's honestly like when the um like we knew that like this wasn't gonna go well just from like the intro Mm-hmm. like like leading into the episode 
Um, and then there was a part of me that was like, I wonder if it's just a bad edit. But then no. w- when they get up from the table, like it's like a like a, a like a single shot of them getting up and hurt his dad, just like stone face, like what a piece of shit that guy is, straight up. Oh, uh, he yeah, rough for sure. Yeah. Um, so he also like says just some things that are like oh so this is your second go around are you just trying to like trap my son or something like it's like that's the vibe that he's like giving off Mm -hmm. and he's like talking to tino and he's like does this person really like you or like are they just looking to get married i think he says this in front of her actually because she like she retorts and she's like um i wouldn't put this i wouldn't put him in this position just so i could get married um like, I'm not that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this whole conversation basically concludes with, you know, Joe, who basically just says that the two of them should be honest with one another and make sure that it's right. And he, like, Rachel's like, thank you for hosting. <laughs> and then she goes to, like, huddle with a producer mm-hmm. who's just... The producer is like, hey, why do you think this went poorly? And she is like, are you fucking kidding me? You just watched this entire interaction. Shut the fuck up. Did you just watch this man who looks like Danica on a sick day ordering Old Navy? Stop! Absolutely not thriving in his mustard Henley. Stop it. I forgot that I told you to write that joke down. And it's so much meaner today than it was when it came out of my mouth yesterday. Literally, though, he, like, he is, like, a mushroom person. It's yeah. so... Ugh. Yeah. The the one thing that we did talk about that should, should Tino continue on, the one thing we can hope for is the battle of Rachel's dad versus Tino's dad. That is exactly what was next on my list to talk yeah. about. Like, imagine, like, <laughs> two Italian dads. One of them is just, like the biggest man you've ever seen like do you remember in a goofy movie like uh what is her name roxanne mm-hmm. her dad i don't remember i don't think her dad appeared yes he he has like heart like shorts on oh look it yes, up look yes, it up yes i do it's he's like, like the big bulldog yes yes okay I do. it's like yeah. that guy is rachel's dad yep and, and goofy. And T- Tino's dad isn't even goofy. Too big. It's like the little baby at the photo studio that Goofy works at. But also, mean. Also, yeah, I mean, big enemy vibes. Oh my god. Like, I just, like, I truly... I don't, like, I don't know anything about Tino. He gives me Josh Murray vibes. I don't know why. I just, like, Josh Murray is the guy that eats pizza too loud. Uh, mm. Mm. No, we can't. We can't do this in the podcast. Um, but Ear hell. Audio hell, for real. But, like, he, I just, like, I don't, I don't like him. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I just think he he's not a guy for me. Um. Yeah. And I don't want him and Rachel to end up together. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work, but like also like their families blending together. I would I would subscribe to a different streaming service for ten dollars <laughs> a month to watch a season of it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like this is like 90 day fiance shit that I yeah. have and will pay for should it happen. Yeah. I just don't think for anybody's mental health, it should, uh, it should happen. Yeah. I mean, um, again, like at the end of the date when Tino's like, oh no, they absolutely adored you. It's like, no, dude. What the fuck if, is wrong with If him? you think so, like huge red flags, huge red flags. And if Rachel does continue, mate. May God have mercy on her soul. Like, I just, like... <laughs> are you saying that because, like, that's how your parents treat you and they love you? Because I don't think your parents love you, first of all. Yeah. Like, but also just, like, it, it's... You don't have to lie, either. Yeah. Like, that didn't go well. And it's, like, also very weird that you're, like, covering up the fact that, like, Rachel didn't think this went well with, like... Oh, well, I was going to say anyway, I actually love you. So. So that um, makes up for the yeah, fact that this was That makes up for the fact garbage. that. Yeah. We, I mean, like, I can't imagine, like, having an experience like that with. Anyone. Like, I mean, like, our parents. I mean, like. Our parents haven't even met yet. Well, which can't. Is like, <laughs> right. Well, our moms. Oh, yeah, be. that's true. Yeah. We have moms, but I mean, like, just like imagining it going like that poorly and just being like, that one will. Yeah. My mom loved you or whatever. And it's just like, we're, we're two people with like functioning, you know? So did we have, did we go to two different places? Because that was not the takeaway I had. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Like it really did feel like the. Like, the Capulets and Montagues of, like, modern Italian families. (laughs) I'm just, like... It's just, like, a bald Italian dad and a hairpiece Italian dad, you know, like, not getting along together. These these are our two star-crossed lovers in Fair Verona. (laughs) Mario versus Wario. For real. (laughs) Mario Montague and Wario Capulet. Ugh. That, I mean, that is the love story we deserve, right? Yeah. Um, and then, for some reason, we get no Aven and Rachel. Yeah, it just says, um, so oh, like, next week you'll get that date. Wait, what? Obviously, Aven wins the whole series. Yeah. Because they really, they really wanted to include him in hometowns. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really weird to me. Um, but apparently we're going to see him next week. For mental all, uh, like his date sign. should be before the mental all, and then the mental all happens is what I've read is going on. Mm-hmm. That sucks, though. Mm-hmm. Icky. Because that you know what that means. It's the date's gonna end, and he's gonna come out immediately after. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the date. Yeah, I think he will be. Ugh. I think he's going to be eliminated. Yeah. Maybe. Probably get the uh, Tyler treatment. Yeah. The soft, mm. uh, the soft block there. Yeah. Hmm. But that would mean that, you know, Gabby would have three guys and Rachel would have two or three. Um, depending on, you know, what happens with Logan as well. No. Logan is not coming back. We'll see. No, Logan is going to Paradise where he belongs. He's currently at Denny's, I've heard. Mm. Looking extremely tired. As always. You can't look 
like refreshed when you're at a Denny's. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. You are hungover or drunk when you're at a Denny's. <laughs> there's there's no in between. You're hungover or drunk or a truck driver when you're at a Denny's. Mm-hmm. When you're there, you're one of those three. Or my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom traveling. Um, that kind of wraps up where we left off. Yeah, week seven in the books. Week seven, then I don't know we're gonna do an episode next week usually mental all is a hot uh, hot trash hot trash and just doesn't need to be covered i don't yeah i might call it we'll see though we'll see i mean depends on what it depends on uh what kind of tea gets spilt as as they say yeah it's true um, thank you, Andrew, for joining us this week. Again. Absolutely. No problem. Happy birthday to Jenna. Jenna, happy birthday. Um, Jenna, you will have a cameo coming shortly. Ooh. Who and might also, it be? Um I guess we can't say it now because if you said it now that she would know before she actually. Yeah, that's gets it. true. Um I mean it's supposed to be here within like five days or something. Yeah, so, so we can't Jen- spoil it just now. Um, I'm kind of excited about it, but um, yeah, we're spoiling you this year. You got the whole meatball from Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, which I will have you know, Jenna, that we had an, a, a mini argument about it yesterday. <laughs> Because Andrew was like, I didn't know I had to do it today. And I was like, today is Jenna's birthday. And he was like, I didn't know that. And I was like, she was texting us about it earlier. I just took a shower when you mentioned it. You had just taken a shower. That's true. Um, So it was um, a nonsense argument. I still did it. And it was colder than hell because the sauce was in the fridge. We could have used a... A pantry sauce, nope, but that so- Andrew, Andrew said no. No, that sauce had been in there for a while, and it was it probably needed to be tossed anyways, so it makes more sense to at least get some use out of it. The way that it splattered. It was disgusting. In, I hated the way it sounded. The way that it splattered on. Big wets. It felt too chunky. Yeah. For, for a sauce, you know? Yeah. There, there were chunks of tomato in it, so after after that video was done, I was like, I forgot. I, I was taking a shower, and all the chunks clogged the drain. I was like, oh, I probably should clean those out first. Yeah. <laughs> so I was standing in, like, ankle-deep tomato water. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. I love tomato. Tomatoes are my favorite food. Um, well, that puts us at about, honestly, two hours, and that scares me, Yuck. so yeah, gonna we are going to hop it. off. I'm going to let you go to your show. Have fun. Thank you. I'm going to do a lot of editing tomorrow morning. I'm going to have to pour a big old mug of coffee while I edit this tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you again, Andrew, for filling in. Thank you for um, having me. Thanks. Thank you, wife. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, husband. Wait, do do your listeners have a name? For you? No, no, no. Like, you know, like how people call their listeners, oh. like, readers or... Um, I feel like it's a bad word. <laughs> well, I'm not saying That's just it. the vibe that I'm getting. 
Um, I don't know though. We we should do a poll or something oh, to see what people yep, there want you to be go. called. Okay. Well, listeners, thank you for listening to me. Thank yeah. you for having me, and uh, we'll I'll see you on the flippity dippity. See that's you downstairs. The, that's the worst sign off. <laughs> yep. Wow. We really fucked up a whole episode in five seconds, huh? Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Daycard Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Daycard Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a Smile and at Drunk Feminist. Daycard Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because... Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.